3: Alright, alright, and we're back. Welcome to Slow Robot Go, show number thirty seven. My name is Mao, and with us we have uh Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown. <laughs> so, basically, uh yes, we're a movie B Movie Review uh website, and you can find us at Slow com, or of course listen to us on iTunes. And if you don't know those two things, how are you listening to us now? Anyway, the um You can also find me at bunchofdorks.com, where we do a, that's a long-running show that I've been part of for many, many years, uh, where we just talk about nothing. And Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown, what do you have going on?
4: Uh, Well, we've got the two-dimension podcast where we talk about comics and all sorts of good things like that. Nice. All right, and so, we really we're not just about B movies. We are kind of like a way of life. Just, this is like a lifestyle okay. that we're we're trying to push on you, and it mm-hmm. could be even a religion at some point, depending on if we can get a tax break or not, and
3: depending on if we can get one followers, nut, if we can get one nut jobs uh, superstar. Uh, actor yeah. To, to love us, and then that's it. Then off you go.
4: Yeah, maybe Crispin <laughs> Glover or somebody like that. I don't know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jump around on a couch and say you love us, and we'll give you nothing. Okay, yeah. so anyway, uh, basically, uh, th- this is another one of our Versus show. Now, I think, what are we up to? I think we're at a 1-1 tie or at a 2-1? Yeah, we're at a one No, no you're you leading 2-1. Oh, I'm leading 2-1. to one. So basically, if you don't know, normally we just do reviews. Every now and then we do a Versus show, and since this is show thirty seven, 37, uh, you can tell our Versus shows come up quite often because we like them. Um, I'm leading two to one, and this week we chose the motorcycle gang uh, movies from the 60s and 70s as our genre.
4: Yes, yeah, made popular by, uh, what was it, the movie? The first one was the Hells Angels on Wheels with Peter Fonda and Jack yeah. Nicholson and all those good guys. Yeah. Yep, and directed of, by course, of course Roger Corman, our of
3: course, peaked at the uh, Easy Rider. I don't know if it peaked, but that's when it really.
4: Well, that's when it became more mainstream yeah. than anything else. It was still popular back in the uh, before that, but it became like a culture. Well, you know, it it can, it, it go it what became a counterculture symbol. Before that, biker was just like
1: mm. you know
4: anti-establishment hater, Nazi, whatever. Now yeah. it's like it became
3: like an, a rebellion, counterculture, hippie, and now it became a reality show. Yeah, and that's a reality show. So anyway, uh, before we do that, we usually talk about what we've seen this week. So, Dr. Morbius, what have you seen this week?
4: Well, you know, Dr. Morbius is kind of, yes,
3: from from there too.
4: (laughs) Dr. Morbius is on a Leave it to Beaver kick. Oh, no. So I've been watching like, uh, this week I watched about like 12 episodes of uh, The Beave or whatever, you know, and I'm, I'm, Netflix has like every episode, so I'm kind of going through the, uh, episodes and thinking hey maybe I never saw this one and you know I think I've pretty seen and you've seen every one of them pretty much I mean there was one or two that I was like I don't remember this one okay I missed this one but yeah.
3: yeah yeah I've seen a lot of them very cool all right this week um believe it or not I am kind of a closet wrestling fan it's one of those things that kind of comes and goes like I'll watch some like WWE of course I'm talking about uh I'll watch some if and then like I'll get bored and I'll not I'll go away from it And then a couple years later, I come back to it. Well, believe it or not, that was one of the things I kind of, like, missed when I was in Korea. So, um, this week was actually the... Raw is their Monday night, like, their premiere show. And uh, this week was their 1,000th episode. Oh! That's a long time. Um, And, of course, they did it in very grand grand fashion where they, um, you know, they had, like, all the old... Fossils that we remember from ki- as we were we were kids, you know they they were coming out and they were it was a very almost like a celebration. There was very little wrestling, lots of nostalgia, lots of um, just f- funny goofy stuff. Saying hey, look at us! Isn't this is awesome? And and they were thanking everyone. And it was a, it, so I watched that. That was like a three hour freaking deal. Wow. And at that point, I, I did enjoy it. I T-voted it so you can go through like some of the crap. It's one of those things where. I've watched wrestling since I was a kid, but not, like, faithfully. I, I'm, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like, it's kind of one of those, like, dirty secrets. You know, you don't want to say, like, oh, look, I, I like wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, like, admit that because that that kind of labels you as something or another. <laughs> but when you're a kid, you know, you watch it and you're like, oh, this is fun and funny and it might as well be, like, a Godzilla movie. And then sometimes you, like, you watch it when you're older. So, unfortunately, I ha- that's one of my bad habits. That's one of my vices. Like, you know, like you say, oh, I'm, I'm addicted to heroin. And I'm like, oh, well, I watch the WWE sometimes. So, you know. It
4: is kind of like heroin, but kind of like a worse version, I
3: think, or yeah. something. I don't it's know. That, it's, it's one of those things where you almost, I don't really talk about it much because I don't want to be that guy. But I do. It's funny. It's like a soap opera for guys. You know what I mean? Like, it really is. But, yeah. yeah and if there's an entertaining person, I enjoy it. It's and too and if it's boring. It's, it's
4: f- too big now. I liked it when it was local and yeah. laid back and goofier characters or whatever. Now it's like too show busy right. and oh, yeah. explosions Dude, and like it's, it's like a rock concert kinda of, sort oh, of, yeah. you know,
3: but well one of my um oh no no, 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 hold on.
4: We also have our We also have Punchy the cat in our here. Our team mascot
3: is trying to climb up on my mixing board
4: and ruin our show. And, and ruin the levels. If, I, her, so. yeah, if 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 the chair is too close to to the and now she's bitching. <laughs> Quiet, yeah, <you.
3: laughs> I just pushed her down. So, and, and then I, she's looking at me like, "Can you uh, help me, please?" <laughs> so, our, our our mascot is this really big fat cat, and she comes in and. You know, keep this company She's during leaving the show. Now. Yeah. She's pissed. She's gone. Well, if I have my chair to uh, a chair in here too close <laughs> to the shelves, she climbs up and just like lays on the mixing board and all the levels <laughs> just go flat. So she was heading for that. Right now that's why I was like, Oh my god, no, And I, was like, oh, and I pushed her down and now she was like, I'm not standing for this yeah. <laughs> She put her tail up in the air and said, Kiss my ass and she just left. So yeah. So Punchy the Cat has left the room. The yeah. building as it were. So the other thing, uh, what else did I? I got a Blu-ray with all four Dusk Till Dawns on it. Oh, okay. Um, that's why I'm watching the first one. I vaguely, I watched the first one like once, um, like a long time ago, you know, a- and I never revisited these things. And it was one of those things where now, like, I bought it. It was like when of those. All four was nine dollars. I'm like, okay, you you got me. Here's my ten bucks. Just give me or nine ninety nine, you know. So I got a Blu-ray with all four of them on it. So I was I was pleased about that. I'm watching the first one now. That's what I was watching when we when you yeah came I saw
4: Tarantino. They're talking,
3: and I was surprised. And I wanted many, to hit them, but <laughs> that's I was surprised story. at how many of that cast went on to all the other stuff wh- that were in Pulp Fiction, that were in you know like oh like everyone you know like Harvey Keitel. Uh, I'll show you the list. Yeah, I you mean know, all all
4: the people in that movie are like well known. Yeah, Danny I mean, Trejo. Uh, yeah, uh, him, and yeah. Chief
3: Mayor and like the whole list, everyone. Yeah, everybody's yeah, well known in that a, movie. Yeah, they but, they uh, pulled out all the stops on that one. Yeah,
4: the first one was okay. It was good. I didn't see any of the other ones, but I think, what was uh, the
3: second one, Texas Bordello or Texas, yeah, something. Who Texas whorehouse? Texas uh in you know, whorehouse and, and Dolly Parton's breasts. Yeah, something. I don't know fake breasts. Yeah, but uh, whatever, it's all good. <laughs> so I'm watching that. I did actually end up because this is what I was kind of parlaying into, with the wrestling talk, which they released. There was there's one character who I've been a fan of my like always, and the Undertaker. Yeah. The Undertaker is this gigantic dude who who comes out and he looks like an old under you know he, Undertaker duh, but you know he that's his shtick and it's been his shtick forever. Well. They have like a Super Bowl of wrestling every year called the Res- with WrestleMania.
4: WrestleMania.
3: Well, he's won 20 years in a row, so they put out a DVD, a Blu-ray DVD of 20 and 0, of all his all his matches through the years. So I bought that because I'm like, that is like classic. You're gonna see like 80s, 90s, 2000, like of the crowd and the people and like the the shtick and what they got away with, you know. So. It's kind of... I haven't watched it yet, but I did buy it on Blu-ray, so I'll watch that and give a report on it at some point or another.
4: See, I, on the other hand, w- bought a DVD, but I got it through Amazon, and what was really cool was that I forgot who I bought it from, but I gave them good, uh, good uh, feedback. I ordered these DVDs, like, on last Saturday, and I received them on Wednesday. That was the quickest wow. ever. I mean, these people... Was your neighbor? No. I mean,
3: no. <laughs> he just like, came over like knocked on your door and handed them to you. He's like, hey. No. Hey, thanks for doing business.
4: <laughs> but I got like... Uh, one of them was I got an actual better copy of the movie we're doing today. Oh, really? But, and then the other one... Was a double feature of Blazing Stewardesses and uh, Swinging Stewardesses or whatever. Wow. So, and it was they I've were like under ten that. bucks. I've
1: never heard Same of Same director
4: that. as uh, as uh, as uh, this movie. One of the movies we're gonna do today. So yeah, wow. we we'll, we'll have to when I watch them, we'll have to do them at some point. I mean, Blazing Steward is, is like a dopey comedy with TNA. But it's got like the Rich Brothers from the 40s and 50s, Yvonne De Carlo, yeah. Really, it's it's like a dopey comedy or whatever. So, and we haven't done a com well, unintentional comedies we've done, but yeah, this is intentionally bad comedy. But yeah, I did get that. So whoever, whatever the guys were on Amazon, I'll be buying from you again. You rule. Three days, really. Great. And and they sent it first class. It wasn't like, hey, you're paying two ninety nine. I want to send it parcel post which takes like snail mail. No, they actually sent it first class. So these people wow, were really awesome. cool. And and when I find your names I'll post them also. So anyway, yeah, I got those.
3: Is that you squeaking?
4: Am I squeaking? No, that's my uh, pacemaker, I think.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hold on. Oh that hurt. I'm trying to think.
4: Yeah, we have like a uh, we have like a squeaky chair sometimes, and I guess maybe it's hitting something. But uh, yeah. is it still squeaking? I'm no, jumping. Okay, okay. No. Well, I was hitting something the whole time you were then. talking.
3: It was squeaking, and I'm like, oh, is that getting picked? I up? I was
4: kind of doing like a psycho, like an homage to Psycho, you know, the oh. old lady, the mother on oh, the screaming chair or whatever. Good so. for you.
3: That's awesome. Yeah, it's good. All right. So, well, that's all we've been watching. I I, I haven't been watching very much of anything. Um, that sucks. Uh eh, whatever. There, there's a couple movies I watched, and I even wanted to write them down so I'd remember them, but I can't. Watching
4: the wheels go by. No. <laughs> oh,
3: what, what? What was I watching on Netflix? I watched a bunch of stuff on Netflix.
4: It's they had to be real memorable. <laughs> well,
3: like um. Th- the st- Star creature, she she creature. Oh, you know, the the she creature, invasion of the star creature, creatures. Yeah, and then, then the, cre- the queen of the blood. Queen, queen
4: of, of blood creatures. is cool with John yeah. Saxon and yeah, uh, Dennis Hopper and Forrest oh J. J Ackerman God, and all that. God, they were that.
3: so young. I've never seen. I know. I've never seen Dennis Hopper so young or I John Saxon. I barely recognized Hopper. Saxon, I was like, well, there he is. You know, he's yeah, like King yeah. Dude from the seventies. You know, but. When I when when Dennis Hopper came on, I actually like stopped and I'm like, wait, is that really him? Yeah, because I had never seen him. Like he's maybe 19 or 20. He he, he did some stuff before. I did one called Night Tide about where he falls
4: in love with this woman who turns out to be a mermaid, and it was like from <laughs> black and white actually from a few wow. years before. But that's a cool one too.
3: I I was amazed. I mean, yeah. i had always seen him where he looked like Dennis Hopper. I you know, mean, like with the like goatee easy, easy and the rider long hair, hair yeah, where he no. was kind of like, you know, he he had that a hippie. same look, you know, kind of. Wow. But yeah. yeah. Talk about somebody. He was one. He's like an actor. I I didn't. I never know if I like him or not. You
4: know, Frank like, Booth from Black Blue Velvet. You see Blue Velvet?
3: No, yeah. You know what? Dude, you have
4: to see Blue I Velvet.
3: We watched. That's a weird movie. Weird. We, yeah. We, yeah no, that's no, an we,
4: understatement.
3: My friend Jack. We used to go to his house when we were in high school and drink every weekend. And every weekend we'd get, like, hammered. And somehow that movie would get put in the VCR.
4: And you'd pass out.
3: And either we'd pass out, but the ending was cut off. So, like, like we would watch this this VC, VHS tape, and it would just end, like... And so we, I never saw the ending, and I can't remember it because it was always this drunken haze of, huh? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I always wanted to watch that movie, but it was always, like, I don't know, man. Like, because we always used to scream that. F Heineken We're drinking Half <laughs> Blue Ribbon like, yeah, right. you know, Anytime anyone In our group Would ever say hey, Let's get some Heineken And we all scream it at him Like you know, like, you know Cause yep. that was That was such a classic Like he was really
4: Frank Booth Is one of the great Characters Yeah of like all what would he Huffing
3: like nitrous Or something Yeah like, yeah be go, like Yeah <laughs> and, and he's like, like ah, He's like just off the chain what, like, When
4: when they go to that Bordello And he's like This is pussy heaven I was like Wow <laughs> I do that actually, I do that all the time, actually. You know, I just go into like McDonald's and go,
3: <laughs> "This is pussy heaven." And I get thrown out a lot too. They're like, "Sir, just take your happy meal and go." You know,
4: you know, I I have a complaint about happy meals now. They're sticking frickin' apples in them, and I refuse to eat them. What are you? What's with this apple shit? You know, give me the fries. You know, this is. This is America, Dude, you know? Have you ever
3: seen, like, the, the Happy Meal fries? There's, like, three in them. I know, but it used yeah. to be six. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, I forget the last time. It was, like, I want to say, like, two months ago or something like that. And I, like, looked at somebody <laughs> eating a Happy Meal, and, like, literally they pulled out the little tiny, yeah, like... Yeah, because this. now they
4: stick apples in it. Before, it used to be bigger. Well, now the uh. apples, it's like they stick a half a...
3: Like, they stick half an apple
4: in there and it's cut in, like, slices, and then All they right. stick this little bitty... Like three fry. It looks like a one of those it's, little Crayola crayon holder not, things or it's whatever. So funny, man. It's, it's, an <laughs> it's an insult.
3: I mean, I usually go
4: there just to get the toys, you know. You and it's like, like,
3: say, like, can you supersize my Happy Meal? Like, maybe they'll put like five in. Yeah, there maybe something. they'll
4: put a couple more, you know. And the worst is when you go in there and you say. They ask you, "Is this for a boy or a girl?" And of course, you feel really good saying, "It's for a boy." And of course, it's for me. You yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> and then they give you a girl's
3: toy. It's like, "What the hell is this all about?" You know, now, b- boys now play with
4: like my precious pony and shit. Uh, yeah, that. well, you know, I just like flush them down the toilet or something, blow <laughs> them up with firecrackers <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. just like in the old days, cause, you know, <laughs> exactly,
3: many many a uh, Rebel Alliance, yes. uh character met its fate by M80s in my M-80s, world. M80s, yeah. I was always for the dark side, and I always had a lot of like back in the days. M80s were real things that blew like hands off. Like, like you, know, you, like I had access to those, and my uncle always had M80s and quarter sticks. And every now and then, we oh,
4: somebody g- gave me a quarter stick once, and I was afraid to light it up. I threw it away. So no, much. and
3: I've even that's ar- dynamite. Yeah, and one time I got a half stick. Oh, <laughs> like so, and that, like, and what we used to do is, and sometimes the M80s wouldn't go off. And what we used to do is we'd take the M80s oh, and we'd put a, put a half stick in the middle and we'd wrap it around. Oh, I shit. Swear, I swear, I, I blew a hole through c- Macadam. Like, sitting on top, there wasn't even anything on top of it, it just blew a hole right into this road. Wow, It was awesome. crazy, yeah, it was so fun. But at one point I was really angry at the Rebel Alliance, so like I taped them all to an M80 and they were just gone, you know. Oh, my <laughs> like God. Like, Luke and all them just got blown to hell. And she, she, Darth Vader laughed, you know, he was
4: ha. <laughs> See you, you. You probably did that back in your uh, days up north. Down here in Florida, they were not available for a long time. Oh no, yeah, this is you up couldn't north. get any up north. Yeah. It was
3: like good old Pennsylvania. Stuff. Oh my god. Yeah, blo- everything blows up real good there. You know, <laughs> but, yeah. they just go into the mines. You just go in. Yeah, it, yeah just go into the sl- slate quarry and just start digging out their <laughs> M80s or, or their actual dynamite. You know. Oh
1: god.
4: No, but yeah, yeah.
3: Then I got down here when I was older, and I was like, oh, cool M80s. And I lit it. It sounded like a salute. And I'm like, um, uh hey can I get a refund (laughs) because that that was not an M80 it's like an M minus (laughs) M80s would actually blow a kid's hand off every year when I was a kid some kid would be like you know Hook he'd be called Captain Hook he he lost his hand because of an M80 thing and we used to put them in slingshots and wait till they were like really cold and then let them fly. Oh, it was crazy! Oh, you you were like you're crazy kids. <laughs> oh yeah,
4: <laughs> wow. You know what about cherry bombs? You ever get the cherry bomb?
3: Yeah, yeah some. okay.
4: Did you ever blow up a, a, <laughs> we, a mailbox with a cherry bomb? Or whatever? I didn't. But
3: I know people that did. I think that was rude. One of the funniest things because we were rural, like we lived in like nowhere, yeah, middle yeah, of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. For a while, like our, our mailbox got blown up and then and it was like not us personally but everyone Somebody, you know yeah. yeah, yeah. And so my dad welded our mailbox out of like this this steel piping and steel tubing <laughs> every year they would try and blow it up and it never gave like like the 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 the, the door would flop open and there would just be all this like burned charred stuff in there and it never never it was like concreted in and it was just this steel that was welded and then like painted black it just never blew up. Like even the flag was made of welded <laughs> steel, like it was just, like it was indestructible. Like if a truck it was like an like fu, <laughs> like, like if a truck hit it, the truck would lose. You know what I mean? Nice. Like it was just it was hilarious though. Nice American In ingenuity
4: once yep. again.
3: <laughs> My dad said, "Screw you, kids. <laughs> Good luck.
4: Here, take your M80 and shove it up your ass. <laughs> you Ain't blowing this thing up again."
3: <laughs> I, I wish I would have brought that down with me. I'm I, telling you,
4: man, that's like a great classic relic or whatever. Oh, so I know I mean. it, man. All yeah, right. Well, let's yeah.
3: get on to the movies cuz we, we we're tight for time. Tight. So, okay, I'm we're going to drop in the trailer for the first versus. This will be Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown. This will be his uh his entry in this week. And if you don't know the rules, basically the versus show is where we try to basically whoever chose the worst movie wins. Like we try to hurt each other and whoever hurt each other the best wins th- that week. So, so okay. Um, here's the trailer for what's the name of it? Hell's Bloody Devils, yes.
2: The shocking scenes you're about to see are not suggested for the weak or immature. If you cannot take it, we advise you to now patronize a concession stand or look away from the screen during this preview of Hell's Bloody (laughs) Devils. Bloody Devils are members of a wild cycle gang, always looking for trouble. They are rougher, tougher, and meaner than all the others as they zoom their motorcycles towards the most violent and sadistic acts. Hell's Bloody Devils ride hard, live hard, and love hard. Bloody Devils is the frightening story of the attempted takeover of the USA by a mad political group, using the meanest motorcycle riders they can find to rape and pillage their way into power, find out all about the secret criminal society that uses violent motorcycle gangs to do their dirty work. They're wild, cycle killers who get paid to hurt people. Hired by a political organization planning to overthrow the government, this vicious motorcycle gang starts the blood running to create sadistic havoc throughout the country. No one is safe from their cruel and violent plans. It's all happening now, and it's as real as the fantastic events shaping our modern age. terrorize anybody who gets in their way in the maddest orgy of violence to ever sweep this country. Hell's Bloody Devils are for hire. They'll pulverize anyone with their fists, chains, and cycles if you pay their price. You can't afford to miss Hell's Bloody Devils. Everybody is talking about it. Hell's Bloody Devils.
3: All right. So there you have the trailer. So this week I'll, well first talk about your entry. Okay. What what made you choose this? Like, you know
4: Well really what made me choose it was I hadn't seen it. I love okay. I love the movies of Al Adamson. He was a director in the seventies through mostly the eighties. I think he did a few things in maybe the late eighties, but he retired after that. He did mostly B movies, you know, okay. Dracula versus Frankenstein, Satan Satis, which is a biker. Yes, oh, the uh, Satan Blood of Dracula's Castle. That. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he basically did a lot of stuff, and um,
3: so he was like a, a Corman,
4: kind of like style. even even more low budget Corman, because he worked holy shit, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> even
4: even lower budget. The Corman was like kind of like you know major studios mm-hmm, mm-hmm. over Al, you know, but Al was he had like a, a stock group of actors that you see him in every movie, and they kind of like. It was like when you watch them, it's kind of like, oh yeah, look, there's like Scott Brady, there's Ken Taylor, there's John Carradine, there's Robert oh, it's, it's Dix or whatever. John
3: Carradine was in all of this shit. Oh yeah, he was like, he probably had five thousand movies on his credits. Yeah, he and, does. And you've never heard of any of them, unless you're like, oh, he does.
4: Yeah, well, we know all of them, but everybody else is just like, really? I remember him and. So, he,
3: they're like, I mean, he hang-
4: started off in the Grapes of Wrath or something great like that. He ends up in, like, Wizard of Mars <laughs> or yeah. something. Yeah, no, they're
3: like, John Cary, Which is
4: equally as great.
3: It, didn't he hang himself with a belt and... No, and that was
1: his side. <laughs> I know, I'm just screwing up.
4: <laughs> okay, so... John actually, like, I think he passed away. He was, like, running up a hill or something. like he was, he was, like, in his 80s, and he was still, like, active, and he just... He gave out. He gave, I think his heart gave out when he was doing some, some exercising. Like that marathon
3: runner. You yeah, know, yeah, right, saying. right. He was probably yeah. racing him. Okay.
4: Anyway, but Al Anderson is one of my favorite directors. And we were talking before, uh, Amal uh, didn't know this or had forgotten about this, but Al actually became somewhat even more famous in his passing because if you remember, like, I don't know, about 10, 15 years ago, he was the movie director that was murdered. Uh, I the, the basic story was that he hired a guy to do, it was either make, put a pool in or a jacuzzi or put something in his backyard and it was going to be underground. Something happened between the two of them. I don't know if there was a woman involved or money involved or whatever, but the the, the construction guy killed Al, buried him underneath the uh, jacuzzi whatever, and then just finished it and left. And I think he either embezzled some money from him or took the money that Al gave him and ended up like leaving. And then for weeks, nobody knew where Al was. And for like a while, they, they they didn't know where he was. Turns out that, you know, eventually they found out that this jerk had killed him and buried him in there. And the jerk was finally caught. And I just, and I forgot about this, but you know where he was found? Mm-hmm. In Clearwater. So there you really? go. You know, yeah, he was hiding out over here in the Clearwater area. I so wonder yeah. where. I wonder
3: where he was found. That I, just, I, yeah. I don't
4: know. I just, I didn't really research it as much. But yeah, he was, he was like hiding out here. So anyway... This is one of Al's movies that I'd never seen before. And oh, apparently okay. it was a lost movie because it basically Al Adamson had a habit of like making a movie and then when his partner Sam Sherman would get a hold of it and it wouldn't sell for whatever reason or maybe it was an old movie that he had done that was like sitting around. Al Al, Al Adamson's basic idea was he wanted to be a big budget director and he was trying his best but this particular movie, which is Hell's Bloody Devils, was originally called The Fakers, which is a spy movie which didn't sell. Right. So when he joined up with Sam Sherman and they formed Independent International Pictures, Sam Sherman said, "Look, if it's not selling, let's do some exploitation on it because mm, the chop, major studios gonna aren't going to pick it, it up. up." Yeah. So he said, "Look, we just had a hit with Satan's Sadist, which was a biker movie that happened about a year before this. Uh-huh. Let's do some put some biker, you know, uh, footage in it." And just and let's just sell it. Yeah. So basically, what they did is turn it into a biker movie, but it's a biker movie
3: that isn't a biker movie. Yeah, dude. You, it, what? Like one of the things that struck me as I was watching it, and uh, you know, because I, I I put the the I, like right from the credits, I'm like, I oh, don't know, man. You know, this movie started out with its trailer. Yeah. The trailer for the movie was the credit roll, and I'm like, oh, that's um, re- mm, that's bad. But, and you could tell like what was hacked in and what wasn't. Like,
1: yeah, it
3: was really the bikers weren't even part of anything other than every now and then some girl in a Mustang would say, "Oh, Frenchie says lay low," or I forget what the hell. Is it. No, the count. Yeah, the count. <laughs> the count yeah. says to blah blah blah, or the count says this, and then and then every now and then these these, these gangs with Nazi signs would would um just, like, roll up and, you know, beat up a square or, you know, or something. And, well, just, and you're like, what the hell am I watching? It had nothing to...
4: They when, weren't... When I was watching the uh, the commentary, which uh. I... When I got the DVD, actually watched it this morning because I said, oh, shoot, this has commentary by Adamson. This DVD, which is put out by Media Blasters, is very much worth buying because not only do you have the movie... You have an Al Adamson uh, appearance on the Joe Franklin show. Remember Joe Franklin?
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, it has that.
4: It has the audio commentary. It has an interview with the lead actor, who's pretty old now, but he's still pretty cool. So it definitely was worth it. It you know, worth uh, the 10, yeah. under 10 that I got it for. But anyway, what the deal was is that that biker footage was integrated to make it into a biker movie. And and then, like, for whatever reason, it played here. You know, I mean, it played here because they released it. But when it went over to European the Europeans decided they wanted to put make it the spy movie so they took it they took the biker footage out they put back the spy footage that they had taken out in the original movie (laughs) called (laughs) the fakers and they released it over there as smashing the crime syndicate now somehow along the way either I think it was edited over there the biker footage was lost so when they wanted to put out hell's bloody devils they didn't have the biker stuff Apparently, According to Sam Sherman, the producer, it took him 25 years to find some of the footage. And it, you can tell that it's not even as good quality because it's like... I don't know yeah. if it's a lesser... Some dude had it in his garage. Yeah, it was some like guy's... Pr- yeah. It wasn't a master. They yeah. took a print from somebody where they found it from and spliced it onto the movie. So you can see the biker footage has a different look than the actual spy they, movie that's footage. That's what
3: they did with they saved Hitler's brain. Yes. It, it is literally like you're looking at mud, then you're looking at new, then you're looking at mud, then you're looking at new. It's it's not even watchable hardly, you know. Yeah, and and this the, one isn't that bad. I mean, no, was, no, no. I couldn't I mean, it looked a little washed out, but these movies generally do, so I didn't even really notice it to be honest. I'm so used to B movies. Yeah. Uh, like you know, I'm used to, like, the real Burns and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. it doesn't even matter. You're just like, eh, whatever, you know.
4: Yeah, I mean, it, it's like... It's like you can tell that the bike... I mean, the spy movie was shot from a negative. from Because you know, it, right. looks, it looks it cr- it looks, nice with the color. And the other footage was just some film, like you said, that they found in somebody's... Yeah, so, some pro- projectionist had the footage somewhere, and they just splashed it. And apparently there's even more missing footage, but... Even li- I mean, yeah, yeah, and he, even listening to the producer on the audio track, it's not. It, it's like the movie was still confusing to begin with. It was confusing oh, when it was just a spy movie.
3: That's this one. This one hurt because it was. I mean, this was honest to goodness. Like this. This movie kind of hurt. It was. It was nonsensical, but not funny. It was. It was hard to follow, but not worth caring. Like. Like yeah. as you're watching it, you're just like, oh man! I mean, you know. uh, yeah.
4: I mean, the basic idea is that the lead character is uh, is working for the government, but he's infiltrating into the it's mafia, just and just he's like, trying.
3: He's you know, but but the no, not the
4: mafia, the, 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 the syndicate, the Nazis. No, no, no. There's a, no. See, that's. The, I watched it for a second time just to even get see if I could get more of. No, no, he's infiltrating the syndicate because the syndicate is working with <laughs> the, the Nazis <laughs> to counterfeit money so they can restart the Nazi party. So yes. in the beginning of it, when he goes to that guy's apartment, he's actually like working with the syndicate, but he's really working for the FBI. Do you, okay, do you hear what we're saying? Yes,
3: it's very confusing. Everyone, do you understand what we're saying? Yes. And then you wrap that in a biker uh, and the, vest and, and then with a Nazi yes. sign on it. You know...
4: And then, and then the girl you're talking about, she's an Israeli agent that wants to kill who
3: was born in Germany. Who
4: was born to Germany? <laughs> who who <laughs> who wants to kill the count because he's the one who murdered her parents in Auschwitz. So you have got like the the mob, you've got the Nazis, you've got they beat up some people that they call commies in the beginning or whatever. What,
3: what? like what? And
4: yeah, and then you've got Israeli agents.
3: Uh, and you mix thing, it all
4: up and you've
3: got a mess this was a a a a, ble- a blur of huh put into a blender with a, a, some motorcycle oil and a stinky Nazi flag but, and then they hit blend and they go pour it out let's see what happens <laughs> and then and you i bet you like before they said action they the, they would read their lines and they'd kind of look at each other and just go uh <laughs> and then they go action and they drop their 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 scripts and go yeah, the the syndicate is the uh, the heart of the Nazis, and I'm from Istanbul or something. And then they go cut Brent next, and then they just show a Harley dude or, yeah, it's you know. it's
4: like it goes back and forth, and it's told in flashback at the beginning because Cause the, again,
3: because why, why wouldn't no, you know no anymore? no
4: <laughs> no the the producer Sam Sherman basically said it's told in flashback because some footage wasn't able to be found. So <laughs> so the no no it wasn't because footage wasn't able to be found because the lead actor said look. I'm watching this original movie The Fakers and it's confusing. So maybe we should do a flashback scene to explain th- some things that can't be explained in yeah. the original movie and then when that I way... think of
3: clarity. I think of flashbacks and flash forwards yeah. cuz that adds clarity to any movie.
4: Now of course this movie like all Al Adamson movies has good foot, has good people in it. Really? Well, okay, let's see. <laughs> well, Broderick Crawford,
1: <laughs> like really? No, no, no. Check this out. Check this
4: out. Broderick Crawford, the head of the FBI, he was in All the King's Men. He was in Born Yesterday with Judy Holliday. He was in Highway Patrol in the fifties. He was a very well-known actor, of course towards the end of his career. Scott Brady, the the one of the FBI guys, uh-huh. was in a forties actor. He was in, it was in You Walked by Night. He was in another B movie Did called you? The Mighty Gorga, and he was also in another. Corman biker called Cycle Savage and mm-hmm. he is the brother of remember in Reservoir Dogs the, the guy with the shaved head Lawrence Tierney mm-hmm. Scott Brady would be his
3: brother I, I wonder if he's related to Tom Brady
4: uh, no it's because Tom Brady sucks uh okay, Ken Taylor. <laughs> Ken Taylor, ha-
3: his, his dreamy long locks might do, uh, do, uh, argue with asshole. you. Okay, he's okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he cost me. He cost me some wins last year <laughs> in football. So anyway,
3: he's, he's like,
4: aren't I dreamy? He's. I'm a Colts fan, and he was our arch enemy for a long while. So fuck yeah, him. Yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> Ken Taylor was Boston Blackie, in the in the '40s TV. He was in Brides of Blood, another you know Al Adamson thing, and the. I mean not Adamson a Filipino movie. He was in The Mighty Gore Guy. Here's an interesting one. Keith Keith Andes, who was the syndicate guy in Vegas. Remember the T cartoon Birdman? Yeah. The voice of Birdman would be oh, Keith Andes. Uh, John Gabriel was a ma- mainly a soap op- opera actor. He did a lot of TV movies, mostly in Ryan's uh, Hope. But he was pretty good. Vicky Volante, who's in only Al Adamson movies, was in Brain of Blood, Five Bloody Graves, Four of the Blood Monsters. She's the Israeli agent. She's very cute. Now the yeah she was pretty yeah the blonde little little hoe in this was a Playboy playmate Ann Randall Oh,
3: okay so I, that
4: was why that was and she was naked in it so he got a little nakedness in it yeah. or whatever
3: they always um I think the playmate girls from b- before were like way prettier
4: oh gosh yeah they were like more the, real fifties
3: and sixties and stuff they're really pretty like as yeah. actual like people not like. Like I think if you'd look at one now, you'd be like, "Wow, that's so much fake." Yeah, she she, she looks a little there. like too
4: much like a Barbie doll.
3: Yeah, you know, like like when they, you know, when they sh- when you see them on the big screen, you're like, "Wow, that that's just like a very attractive woman." Like yes, a real know. woman. Yeah, yeah, it's a real different. cute, attractive woman. It's very, it's very refreshing. You know,
4: um, Robert Dix, who was just the lead biker, was in Satan Satis, the other biker movie *Blood of Dracula's Castles*. Rebel Rousers, and he, he was in a lot of Al Adams and a lot of B movies. Mm-hmm. But another thing I found out from watching the commentary, which is really interesting. Remember in the beginning of this movie, you see, like, the bikers getting busted by the cops? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a real scene. They just kept the footage in. They, apparently, while they were filming, the co- there was real bikers in this movie, and the cops stopped and all of a sudden they said, hey, you're the Hessians, or whatever they were called, and Mm -hmm. busted them. And you can see the lead actor, Robert Dix, just walk away dejectedly as they they destroy the scene. But Al Adamson kept the footage and
3: used it at the beginning of the (laughs) movie. So that is very, very bizarre. But anyway, One thing that struck me, and I, I always forget this, and I always remember it as I'm watching these. Whenever you're watching the old uh, these fifties and sixties cycle movies, or then seventies. I forget when was 70s, it was Seventies, seventies. They were still around the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the biker gangs from of the olden days, they ju- the choppers were actually just like, you know, Triumphs and yeah. Hondas and whatever they had. No,
4: not only yeah, like, not just like Harley's. They are all like, different. Now types.
3: it is so different. Like, y- you know, like they have the exact same look. The chop. They're all Harleys. They're all like. Yeah. big, loud motorcycles. A lot of these were just ranked normal motorcycles, you know? Yeah. And, and, and that's always yeah. surprising. You can also always tell when you're watching these movies, who is the actor and who is like, they actually got the bikers in because the actors are driving Harleys or, are not Harleys, like, um, choppers that look really pretty. And the biker gangs, they're driving motorcycles that look like they've been drugged behind a truck yeah, for a yeah, while. And yeah. they're they're tougher looking. They're rougher looking because they're yeah. realistic, you know. So. But but
4: anyway, so this movie basically is Nazis, counterfeit money, yeah. Israeli agents, uh, FBI guys, felt hot, t- hot chicks. Felt
3: tip, big pens that Oh, that, the, the, the,
4: the flare thing. pen that turns into a grenade. Yeah, sure. I need to get one of those. I would love to have one get of those. Get a couple.
3: No, but we can make them blow up. We can, we blow up. Yeah, okay. we can blow up some Happy Meal stuff with him. Okay.
4: Yes. Yeah, but anyway, I you know, being Dr. Morbius and from Parts Unknown, yes. I have to tell you that after watching this movie twice and once half of the commentary, I know, I know, I, I kind of like it better than the other movie.
3: No, no, no. I think the other
4: movie's better than this one. No. I mean, oh, yeah, I think my movie is worse than this one. Oh yes. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm getting confused because of my old years. I think the other movie is better than this one in the fact that it's a more coherent movie.
3: That's yeah. You totally won this week. I mean, I'm I'm gonna give away the ending. You totally won. <laughs> I liked my movie. Like I watched it and I was like, yeah, yes, it's too. yes, it's stupid and and all the cheese in the world. But it's a movie. Like, but, any, but anyway, let's play yeah. the uh, Okay, so we're going to the drop in. So that's our wrap-up. What would you give this out of a 10 uh, in the, our .5? Uh, I know we... I I'm going to get...
4: You know, it. just for the cast in this movie, I have to give this movie like a 5 at least. Wow. Really, honestly. I'm going to give it just because of the cast, the the director, and everything else. Not because it's a great movie, but it's just like... See, I, you, the yeah. guy who filmed this movie was the guy Laszlo Kovacs, who filmed Easy Rider. He's an Oscar Academy Award winning
3: yeah. cinematographer,
4: but this was in the
3: beginning of his career. So. I'm going to give it. I didn't hate it. No, like I did. You can't hate it. I, that's the thing. Like I'm reserving like zeros and point fives for the hate movies that I like want to punch everyone that was involved in the face. I'm gonna give this one like a 1.5. So okay, there you have go. it. Uh, now we're gonna go on to my movie, and we'll drop it in. My movie is the black exploitation biker movie, The Black Six.
4: And we found the theme song. So here it is. So here it's it is.
3: Freaking here here awesome! Is, it, it is. It is. Bow chicka bow bow. Fantastic. Hell yeah! There you go.
0: We don't want to do nobody wrong He got time, this road is much too low Ladies' bikes and fighting that's our kicks We're the ones they call the Black Six
3: Alright, there you have it. The Black Six. So that was my week that was my entry for this week's versus show. Now and, and you know movies movie's gotta be good when NFL players I know are in it. I was really laboring because I have a two pack with the Black Gestapo or the Black Six. And I chose this one just because of I was like, well, it has the NFL players in it and soon the NFL season's coming up. It, I I thought I was like there they're gonna be worse actors. And I'm sure they were. But that didn't even matter. Like, I actually like this movie as I was watching it. Yes, it's cheesy, and yes, it's terrible, and yes on the on the spikely uh white yes. man devil meter, white guys are clocking it at about a nine out of a ten for being the the most <laughs> evil thing since Hitler. So I mean that did we establish the the Spike Lee meter?
4: No, we haven't. But now we did. Okay.
3: Basically, anytime we're watching like a, a black black exploitation movie or whatever, white guys are going to be judged on the Spike Lee meter, and one to ten, ten being you know basically white men are Hitler, all of them, or or you know whatever. So the white guys are clocking, and they are obviously evil, and you know just terrible, and the black guys are always saying peace and love and they don't want to fight but they That's always true. fight you know I but mean you know what the weirdest thing about
4: this movie is and it's not necessarily weird but I find it unusual at the big at the beginning of it you know, the basic idea of it was that there's an interracial romance going on and it's the girl is a biker's sister
3: the white biker a white biker a white biker well yeah. yeah
4: the white bikers because, as, as as most bikers yeah. usually are not that there aren't any African American or Asian but
3: most of them are white
4: guys Anyway, so she's Angry, out there.
3: white, uneducated, drunk guys.
4: You're rednecks. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah
4: but nice. not all of them. Some not of them are. Enough. Some most of them are cool guys. You know, we have no. We got no hate for bikers. We they love. Better bikers. watch it. We're gonna we're
3: gonna hit record and there's gonna be like those guys riding around. In the yeah. Circle. No. No. We love bikers. Bikers good. I'd be like, I got M80s. You better yeah. Get out of my yeah, yard. Yeah,
4: We're gonna hit you with M80s and we're gonna throw like we're gonna shoot you with BBs. <laughs> and I got a squirt gun here with uh, you know muriatic acid in it or something. I don't know. But anyway. What I found was weird was she's like at the football field with her with her boyfriend who's a black guy and she's helping him
3: kick, kick field, field goal. goals.
4: What was the last time you saw an African American field goal kicker? Yeah, never. No, I've seen a punter Reggie Roby for the Dolphins. Okay, one. And in, and in Grambling, which is an all black school, I'm sure there are African American kickers, but that was such a rarity. I was I, that was just something that came to my mind. It goes. He wants to be a kicker.
3: He's breaking the the ceiling, man. He, he is. He's, he's, he's like he's, sh- yeah. He's trying to. Get, he's yeah. I was like okay. Anyway, you know. So, but but th- this is one of those. It's a very simple revenge plot. Um, the, the the black guy is dating the white woman in a town that don't like that kind of thing. The the white gang, the white motorcycle gang, kills him the the peace loving black gang who is just driving through the country. Well, they were former GIs.
4: They were they, from Nam. They served
3: their time in yes. Nam. I mean, this is just like the schmaltz is off the charts. They're helping they're pa- some
4: old lady. Oh, this
3: old lady who who's a farm. When 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 you first see them, they're they're baling hay and laughing. One guy is holding and stroking a goat. The other guy is like hemming. A gingham cloth? Yes. Like, I was like, what the hell am I looking at here? Like, the, the black gang, they they might be 4-H members. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they are literally like a poster card for, we're just good, decent, hard-working folk who had to fight a war that we didn't believe in, and now we're back to love America. Yep. And... And then the white folk are just keep hammering them, you know, like yep. from the truck stop to the thing and the postman. I mean, I mean, gra- 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 Grandma
4: was nice to him because she was. They were working for. She gave him. Oh, them a, she
3: tried to she give him some She made them food, money. apple pie. Oh, yeah. You know, They slept in her barn. They
4: slept in her barn. And there's no
3: sexual innuendo there whatsoever. No, and, uh, but it was. Just no, but like, she
4: seemed to have a satisfied look as they left. You know, I don't know what that was creepy. all about. It but was no, weird. Oh no, no, they fixed the. Oh, that was it. Yeah, because it mixed the, me, I the guess. barn
3: was broken down and the ladder was broken down but you know those nice folks they fixed it without even being asked as they drove before they drove off and and then the mailman came up did those black folk hassle you and she's like no i know what they're like and it it just it just never ended and okay okay. okay. well well, okay we've
4: got the black six or six former football players you got yeah yeah you got
3: mean joe green who was a gigantic a human. That you guy. Got, yes. When when he, he even among his other football guys, I was like, God damn, that guy's a <laughs> lot of dude. I mean, he's just gigantic. I don't even know if he'd fit in his house. I mean, he is like really big. Like even by today's standards, you, you, you got they'd <laughs> go even the big dudes would be like, God damn, who do you? I feeding? gotta block this guy. <laughs> what are they feeding this guy? Jesus. You got steroids and coke.
4: Carl Eller, another <laughs> defensive lineman for the Vikings. Yeah. Both of these guys are Hall of Famers. You got Lem Barney, who was a DB for the Detroit Lions, another Hall of Famer.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, Mercury Morris. You got
4: Mercury Morris from the Dolphins. He did some jail time.
3: <laughs> he was the guy that they like. They painted him as very effeminate.
4: Yeah, he was all dancing and talky and, and, and yeah, stuff like and, that. And, yeah,
3: I was like, and he had the guitar on his back, right? Yeah. And he, he was the one that, like, whenever they get into trouble, he'd, like, cross his hands and put his foot out like he was a, a ninja or something. I'm like. Yeah, well, well, but he, was a, he was a Miami Dolphin. I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> anyway. And then, and they, well, who was the guy, the wide receiver? Gene
4: Washington from the for the 49ers. Uh, 49ers. Yeah. And gosh, I forgot what the who the other guy was. I can't remember.
3: Samuel L. Bronkowitz.
4: Yeah, but you know, Carl Eller looked a little bit like Samuel Jackson to me. Yeah, <laughs> he that did. He
3: <laughs> did. I I thought it was a young Sam Jackson. I'm like, if, if
4: Tarantino ever remade this movie, <laughs>
3: he's like, say Black Six again. I dare ya. you.
4: Know,
3: so yeah.
4: But anyway, that's those are four of the Black Six that I can remember yeah, off the top of my head right now. Matter. But they were like peaceful, just XGI guys, just. Everything was peace and love. They didn't want any hassle.
3: They would break into musings about... Like, this is one of the things that really... I mean, the cheese factor from this movie ramped up so yes. much and so often. Like, they'd be sitting there eating... Do you want some more pie? Oh, that sure would be great, ma'am. And they give them pie. This reminds me of my time in Saigon. Like, you're like, oh my God. Like, the, the script of this movie should be read... For hilarity. Like, like every film student should have to read this script and go, God damn, like, oh, you're ladling on the bullshit so thick. It's like...
4: And and the director, and writer, producer, Matt Simber, was also kind of a low-budget guy. Uh, the only other movie I can remember he did, because I didn't research him as much, was something called The Witch Who Came From the Sea or whatever, which is kind of like... Uh, some woman who gets raped as a as a child becomes like a murderer, a killer, or something like that. Anyway, Matt Simber's main claim to fame was he was ma- he was the he was married to Jane Mansfield for uh, a couple of years, and he was her last that husband before be a, she died. That yeah. should be a claim to fame. He wasn't with her when she got the car accident, but he was what he was the last husband. Oh, yeah. So, uh, actually, my favorite scene was when they go to the. Uh, they go to that little redneck bar, and they're like, you, they're, they're
3: being nice as, as anything, you, you know? know? You I looked at that building, and I was like, this building's going to fall.
4: Yeah, yeah. Like,
3: for some reason, I don't know why I had the premonition, but I was like, this building, they're going to show, like, the whole building collapse. And, sure enough, the white folk hassled them, and... And then they just, they they punched it, and the building just kind of fell in half and just fell to the ground. And the, the funniest part about it was that the white folk that were in that bar were, like, these scraggly-looking,
4: like, hicks. And did they really think they were going to, like, kick these six... Huge muscular dudes, oh, yeah. asses. You know, I'm like, really, guys. I think you might want to just like back off and right. let you know be nice to these guys because no, these no. are football-playing-looking dudes who can yeah, yeah. basically waste you in like 20 minutes or less. So. Well, they
3: tried to keep the black man down, and then and then then they just had to, you know, even as they're knocking this place down, they said peace and love, and then they drove off. So whatever. And th- the whole movie is really peppered with that kind of stuff like the just the complete like the complete vilification of of whitey so so well i mean basically us honkies have a lot of you know we're really rough we're bad folk (coughs) basically
4: the guy's brother gets killed he comes home he finds out from his mother and then his sister is like kind of like a angela davis real like you know uh you know like anti- not an anti white person but like hey you can't just sit there and let this go you got to do something about Anti-establishment. this anti
3: establishment and then and her his ex his his ex girlfriend um became a hooker yeah. cuz he left for the army and Yeah and I mean
4: know. and I mean these guys they just wanted to go back and see what happened they weren't necessarily coming back to get vengeance
3: cuz peace and love man
4: cuz they were like yeah. peaceful dudes they were just like they they've been through vietnam They've been through a war, which you know was like, what are we fighting for, you know, and all that stuff.
3: So what is it good for? Absolutely yeah. nothing. So they
4: were living on their bikes. They were getting their GI Bill money or whatever it was, yeah. and they were just living like they're just cruising free, like they're know, doing. Yeah. It's like a black easy rider in a basically, way. Basically, yeah. You know, except there's six of them instead of two, and they're football <laughs> players,
3: and they don't have Jack Nicholson. No, or, n- Jack Nicholson. N- n- yeah, they're n- n- yeah.
4: yeah, drinking his whiskey, and so you know they go basically back to town, and they end up. I guess Gene Washington, who's the main, who's, who was the Bubba whose brother was killed, kind of gets like his sister kind of goes, well, what are you going to do about it? And he goes, okay, well, I guess we're going to find out. And, you know, when they go to the biker bar, they meet to see the girl, and then the bikers are there, and then you know what's going to happen after yeah, that. Exactly. Now, there was another football player in this movie. Thor. Thor. That was Ben Davidson from the Raiders. Yeah, and there was a baseball player in this movie, too, the coach of the football team. Maury Wills was a baseball player I in the he 60s had to and be 70s. Someone
3: because he had no acting skill, whatever, whatsoever, and he just <laughs> it was you could okay. There wasn't many, there weren't many actors, and I'm going to throw up big air quotes there. There weren't many actors in this movie, um, but you could really tell who was just like, hey, can my friend be somebody? And they're like, yeah, just just be this guy. Who cares? And you know, and um... wow. Yeah, but it, it,
4: it had a coherent storyline. It did. And, and it was it a simple storyline that was beginning to end, except for the ending. Complete
3: revenge tale. Complete, total. You know, at the end, it's the big square, the, the big showdown. The black bikers kill the white ones that were responsible for the brother's death. Um, and they kill them very brutally with chains and rocks and shit like that.
4: And they're fighting against like Hand 30 on, or 40 yeah.
3: bikers or And more. then the the rival gang, the white the white gang recruited help from... Another Thor. Their their, their Thor, their their buddies, biker gang. So now there's like hundreds of white folk. Yes. And they they actually the Black Six were in. They made a circle with their motorcycles. They were laying on the ground like they were doing like the Custer's Last Stand kind of thing. Right. And it was a very good ending. Where in that, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was a be, it was a it was it wasn't like wow, this is thematic greatness. I mean, it was a good, well written ending where. This is what what really happened. They would die, but they upheld the honor they did what the, the you know what they had to do, and then you know what always happens if there's six dudes against three hundred, eventually yeah. you can't stop it yeah well
1: mm, yeah. I,
4: apparently the the player said, "Look, <laughs> you know, um why are you going to kill us off
3: at the end of this movie after all, we were through, so they gave it an ambiguous ending. they they made it ambiguous instead of doing like the dead ending. They basically... At the end, the the, the head biker guy, not Thor, but the other guy, puts a flare in his... Now, this is... Okay. After they were trying to jump into the pit and and beat him up, but the the Black Sticks were kept on winning, they then they started throwing flares at him. And this was, like, tedious. Like, this Mm. part... This is the part where I was watching this movie, and I'm like, oh, my God, would you just get on with it? I think I yelled it at the screen. Like, I was just like, get on with it! Like, because... There'd be six guys, and they'd ride up, and they'd throw flares, and the people would pick up the, th- the flares and just, like, throw them back out. Like, there was no, nothing was happening. It was just lots of motorcycle revving and just Thing. You're just watching Thing with nothing, there's no consequence for what they're trying to do. Right. And also, all 900 bikers didn't swarm in at once. There'd be some... And then they'd get beat up. Then there'd be some more. Then they'd get beat up. And then they'd show the rim. And they'd have all the motorcycles up there with their lights on. And I'm like, go. Just go. Like, and it got tedious. Which shouldn't happen during a fight scene. Which I was kind of like, sometimes kung fu movies are like that too. Yeah. Where, where it's like, oh my god, would you just get on with it? Like, we get it. <laughs> yeah, There's no yeah. tension here. But the head biker puts a flare in his gas tank hits some random jump and they show the whole big circle go up in flames. With a voiceover going, oh my god, he's got a flare in his gas tank. We better get down. Which was clearly dubbed over afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know. Then, they they throw up a graphic that says, watch out honkies, if you hassle a brother, we'll be back. Yeah, so. the, the black six. And then they showed their faces over the flames. So they copped out, instead of letting it be a good ending really. they, uh, yeah, they, real they ending. said oh wait maybe they're not dead and they're going to come back if you if you honky's hassle a bro or if the movie would have made any money they might exactly. have come back <laughs> exactly and it didn't so it was a i like the movie i yeah, watched I it too. and i was like okay it's a good movie you know um, low budget low budget yeah you know, the acting's pretty like oh, below it, average i would say yeah don't get me wrong uh, I don't want to offend Mean Joe Green. No. Even, even to this day, I don't even know no. how old he is, but I'm sure he still and, 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 could lift me and, and throw me. And
4: Ben Davidson Thor just died recently, so oh, yeah, yeah okay. sad, but you know, he was. These in his were. 60s. Uh,
3: this very, it was a very funny movie at times. I laughed a lot because there was a period where the style of black. Uh, blacks living in America. I'm. I call them blacks. I don't. I mean, I don't keep up with the political. What's right and wrong. Yes. There's no offense meant by anything I'm saying. Black people had like a very funky like mm-hmm, vibe vibe, and they also had like these outrageous catchphrases like "Hey, hunky, you sucker," and I'm I gr- froze. Yeah, like, and all of it like. Like if like white white guys couldn't walk around with their own butt as a or whatever saying weird things people would be like what the hell's wrong with these guys. Yeah. But there was so much like funky Yeah, just, like,
4: it's 70s. It's vibe,
3: 70s. Like, like disco black guys keep on trucking kind of a vibe yeah, to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah,
4: it was definitely like of its time. <laughs> now I mean, yeah, I'm sure, you know, there's like Different, there's different catchphrases now, but back then this was definitely like the this was what the, the hip stuff of. that was going on yeah. at the time. Yeah, Just
3: for kicks and you're a giant The funky turkey. hats, yeah.
4: the bell <laughs> bottoms, the, 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 style. the, yeah. the, the uh, wife beaters, you oh, know, and God. all that. And, yeah. uh, I,
3: I paused it right before the last fight scene when the black guys and the white guys were squaring off just because it had a shot of like all of them. Yeah. And I just like looked at their fashion I was just kind of like looking at it. I'm like, you know, they had the belts with the big circular hoops, and I, like it was crazy. It was just like it was um, it was so authentic, like '70s. Keep on trucking with the big hairy sideburns yeah. and shit. I was like this. You know,
4: you know what I, you know what I did miss. I was hoping to see. Remember those like Afro pics that had like a black uh, fist yeah, on it or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I no. wanted to see one. They, of didn't, those. Have a, they didn't have, they did have, they didn't have one they of They did those. steer
3: away from a lot of that.
4: They, they weren't totally stereotypical. The yeah. black, the African American black folks were was pretty laid back and mellow, and the, they were the like, white
3: folk were the stereotype. Well, because like, they were, and they were bi- mostly bikers and rednecks. Yeah, and they, they. I've never met anyone that were that acts like those people did, you know. And yeah. Like, wow, okay, but
4: yeah, it was definitely like a, a, a you know a period piece yeah. of its time, and I wouldn't be surprised if Tw- Quentin Tarantino or
3: somebody oh, he remakes he'll, it. he'll, he'll, he'll he has he'll pay to. an homage to it. He has But to. one of the this is no one else would notice this but me. They're showing these bikers at the, before the final confrontation. They're in a bar and they're showing all these bikers like around a pinball machine. They're all like hooting and hollering. That, they would never do that because that was what was called a bingo machine. Oh. There was no action to be said. All they did was shoot six balls and it dropped into the holes and either you won or you didn't. Oh, okay. So I don't. no one cares, but that was like... You are the pinball that wizard. That was one of the first pinball machines that was... It was established for gambling, but there was no action involved. You actually just shot your balls, they would fall down, and if you got them into the right successions, you won money. If not, you didn't. I hate it when my balls get shot. I know. Well, yeah. And I hated seeing <laughs> that because I'm like, couldn't you have gotten a good damn pinball machine to stand around? Yeah. Kootenhal? This is the 70s, man. There was all kinds of good ones. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Like,
4: well, this one this one you got here is from the 70s. No, it's not. It's Austin Power. Yeah, it's this Austin Power. That's 2001.
3: 2001. Yeah. Wow, okay. Well, still.
4: Oh, okay. Anyway, anyway so, so let's well,
3: rate it. I'm going to give this one a 6. A 6. I was going to say 6.5, but I'll give it a 6. It a 6. I'll give it the
4: same as you. I
3: really? Mean, I
4: liked it. I liked both. I like both movies. I and mean, clearly
3: you won this week. I, 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 okay. I think you won before I got done with the trailer slash credit roll. I'm <laughs> like, oh my god, this movie is horrible, and, and I just sat there. And I was like, I shook my head. I was like, well, looks like Doctor Morbius got me this week. <laughs> you know, it's 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 sometimes it's tough
4: for me because if I get enjoyment out of both movies. It's not necessarily for the plot or the acting. It's for it's 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 something. The whole experience. It's a vibe. It's the experience. Right. Yeah. The, the well, whatever's this, going on. And I we, What was going on on both of them was good for me. You experienced something different. I experienced
3: deep hurting in my okay. bowels when All I right. watched your movie. So you win. All right, thank you. Like,
1: thank oh.
3: you. Okay, so we're tied now. Tied back tied up two to two. All right, and this isn't by design. I definitely want to win. I, maybe I should have picked the Gestapo. That maybe, one has a lot maybe, more boobage in it. Uh, that would see that would counteract the cheese factor. That, that would add to Like the, if you see uh, a lot of boobage, you'd be like, oh well, I hated it, but there was a lot of nude people rolling around, so that yeah, gives it a plus. Yeah,
4: yeah. They, had, they had Ushi guard in her huge boob, so that's oh, that's like that's, you know, yeah. oh that 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 knocks it up at least four or five you know you're, you're points. Right. Those those knockers, yeah,
3: no doubt. So definitely. Okay, we're tied back up.
4: All right, well we'll what, we'll have another one what soon. We, yeah,
3: I know. Pretty soon our show's just going to be...
4: Maybe someday we should have a reverse versus in which one is the best movie. I don't know. i just throwing it That's out there. That's Bizarro World. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll
3: call it like Bizarro World versus, okay, you know. Okay, all right. But, I, so, I mean, soon... Pretty much, like, I think soon our show is just going to be Versus because it's yeah. more fun. I don't know. It, it
4: is more fun, but it's easier to tackle one movie. I know. It's so easy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so we
4: work harder on these movies. Yeah. Like I mean, hey, hey, everybody out there in, in podcast land, I watched Hell's Bloody Devils three times, okay? I'm,
3: I'm like, I'm burning for you, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it once and it was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. What are we doing next week? Do we you have know, any I, ideas? I, 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 I'm
4: still pulling for mass wrestlers. We talked about wrestling on this okay, show. I guess we do have a time. South of the border, Mexican wrestlers, you know, well, monsters, midgets, you know, name it. Okay, yeah. well,
3: find a good one and we'll, we'll, we'll... I got one. Oh, he got one. What are we going to be doing?
4: It's going to be Santo and Blue Demon Contra Los Monstros versus the Monsters. It's subtitled, so... Oh, no. You can, yes, against the Monsters. You got Frankenstein, Dracula, the Cyclops, the Wolfman...
3: And okay, it, there you, you've heard. And it. wrestling, we talked about wrestling. This is yeah. wrestling. You've heard it here first. That's the thing we're going to be doing. So and it's going to be a thing. <laughs> Wish me luck, everyone. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and uh, that's all we got for today. So we're tied back up on the verses. I'm Mao, and we have Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown. Give us a listen on iTunes. Make sure you give us a rating and say how awesome we are, or whatever. It helps us out, and uh, we will see you next week with the Mass Santos wrestler versus things or whatever.